Good morning for Monday, January 22, 2018. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. In Venezuela, a rebel meets his end. Senate delays vote, hints of dreamer pledge emerge. And Latinos crave bigger presence on film screen. In today's national headlines, vacillating president complicates deal-making. How the right took Israel's side over Palestinians. And in Washington state, a natural disaster is unfolding in slow motion. In today's business headlines, a look inside Amazon's store of the future. After its newsfeed update, Facebook is seen steering toward video. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Leonhardt. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. This is the top story. In Venezuela, a rebel meets his end. Reported by Nicholas Casey. The end had come for Oscar Perez. Blood streamed down the rebel's face. His men were fighting behind cabinets and ovens as the Venezuelan government closed in on their hideout. Hours later, he and a half-dozen others lay dead on the floor. Perez, killed last Monday by government forces, had spent his final years starring in spectacular narratives, sometimes as a hero on the movie screen, other times as a real-life rebel. He had been the leading man in an action film, a pilot who fought crime from parachutes with a dog strapped to his back. Then in June, he commandeered a helicopter during protest in Venezuela, fired on the Supreme Court, and unfurled a banner urging the country to rebel. While his actions captivated many Venezuelans and enraged the government, his audience was much diminished in his last days. But Perez spent many afternoons and evenings this month crouched over a phone screen, sending encrypted messages to the New York Times. Each side sought to verify the identity of the other by sending short video messages. The text messages sent in December and January, along with recordings and interviews done over the same period, are some of the last words of Venezuela's most wanted man, a rogue police officer who had captured the imagination of a nation. I fight for the freedom of the country, for a better tomorrow, he began one afternoon in early January, speaking over a messaging application. The fear of dying is what I have least now. It's not the fear of death, but the fear of failure, of failing the people. Perez's body sat in a freezer at the Caracas morgue with two bullet wounds and a cracked mandible under armed guard. On Saturday, the government released the corpse, which was buried with a white sheet around it. Near the funeral, a man flew a kite that said, Liberty. Perez was an actor, a detective, and an insurgent. To the government, he was a terrorist. To his followers, he was a freedom fighter, a modern folk hero of the ilk of Robin Hood or Che Guevara. However people viewed him, his actions resonated across the country. Venezuela has suffered from an economic crisis that has left hospitals without medicine and babies dying of malnutrition. President Nicolas Maduro, an unpopular leader, has put down protests with an iron fist, leaving over 100 dead on the streets of Caracas last year among police and protesters. Few seem to hold out hope for democracy in Venezuela. After his helicopter flight above Caracas in June, Perez became an avatar of the nation's mounting grievances. 
He was the daring cop who had defected and asked others to do the same. But if there's one thing that would haunt Perez to the grave, it was that the rebellion never came. We wanted there to be a call to the streets that day, there to be big displays that the people realized there a movement had started, he said in one of his messages, but unfortunately there wasn't one. Here's the second story on the front page. Senate delays vote, hints of dreamer pledge emerge. Reported from Washington by Nicholas Fandos and Thomas Kaplan. Senators failed on Sunday to reach an agreement to end the government shutdown, ensuring that hundreds of thousands of federal employees would be furloughed Monday morning, even as the outlines of a potential compromise came into focus. For much of the day, feverish work by a bipartisan group of senators offered a reason for cautious optimism that a deal could be reached soon. By Sunday night, Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, the majority leader, moved to delay until noon Monday a procedural vote on a temporary spending bill, a signal that talks were progressing. In a gesture to lawmakers seeking assurances that the Senate will address the fate of hundreds of thousands of young undocumented immigrants known as the Dreamers, McConnell said he intended to move ahead with immigration legislation next month if the issue had not been resolved by then. But the deep divides were evident as senators remained unable to reach a compromise even as the crisis was poised to deepen with the beginning of the work week. Senate Democrats gave no immediate sign that they would get on board with the temporary spending bill, leaving open the possibility of another failed vote on Monday that could further deepen the partisan divide three days into the shutdown. Any deal would most likely need the support of at least a dozen Senate Democrats,